Hello, everybody. How are you all doing? This um quite rainy today, and um, noticeably, we'll be having this testosterone field um, podcast today. Um, it's going to be interesting. So, uh, welcome to the Honor Shame podcast, hosted by Google Health. Um, this is your boy, Olushala Timitopo, a good big clinical psychologist, psychotherapist, and I'm visibly without the adorable Adaize today. Um, it's not intentional, although it's going to be a man-dominated podcast today because we'll be talking about male mental health. Um, this month celebrates World or International you know, Male Mental Health Awareness, and um, we just felt like, oh, this is appropriate for us to talk about male mental health, you know, male mental health. And there's quite a lot of discussion these days around that. And, uh, you know, we just wanted to show that up on our podcast as well. So obviously I'm not alone today. We have some hefty men in the studio. All right. So um, let's see. Uh, who should I start with? We have Josh. Josh. Hello, Shola. It's good to be here on podcast. Thanks for having me. Josh, your voice is not this sexy on the normal day, you understand? Cuts the act. Cuts the act. Eh, uncle? I don't think you should understand how podcast works. Now, interview, now, let you tell me this. Man, is it cut? You're supposed to say something, a follow up or something. Yeah, I said my name. Josh, Josh, what do you do? Tell us about yourself, Josh. <laughs> oh, okay. Um, well, my name is Josh. Um, uh, you can call me JFK. Um, I solve problems for a living, and I'm presently um, the CEO of Google Health. Right. Thank you so Amen. much for problem solver. Promise keeper. At least I've solved for that problems. <laughs> solving engineering problems. Related problems. Tomorrow I may be solving, you know. Travel problems. All right, so um, we're going to just continue with that. Um, so thanks, Josh. And we also have Tolu in the building. Tolu. Hey, Shola. How are you doing? I have this all this sexy voice, man. I, I don't understand. People are making me question my sexuality. <laughs> please, 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 please. We are sweet boys like that. I beg, I beg. <laughs> That's good. All right, so what does Tolu do? Tell us about yourself, Tony. Uh, I mean, what do I do? I'm a baby boy. I mean, baby boy for a living. <laughs> yeah. Which is yeah, valid. It's yeah. a very, very valid career option, honestly. Sure, you get. And eventually, um, retired as a full house husband, married to a very rich um, wife. Please, let's know? normalize this. Let's normalize this. Yes. Ladies out there, yeah. please. <laughs> anyway, for now, um, I'm mostly on the streets. Basically, um, I design solutions. I mean, my friend um, Joshua solves problem. Yeah, design solution. Yeah, yeah. You create so, problem. <laughs> I don't <laughs> Yeah, a product designer, basically. And um, currently, I'm leading a bunch of amazing people at um, at Nguvu Health, I mean, to build up solutions for mental uh, health in Africa. And I mean, invariably soon, to be all over the world. Shea. So that's what I do for now. All right. Thanks, Tolu. We've got Kenny in the building, too. Kenny... Hi. Hi, Kenny. Yeah. Hello. 
Kenny, don't be shy. Tell us about yourself now. There are no women here. Just men. We we. It's we we. Now I'm wondering how you can be shy when the camera is not even on. Uh, okay, okay. So it's it's fucking me too. Exactly. Oh, okay. Yeah. So I am. I'm Kenny. Um, product engineer on on Google World. I, I basically create bugs and then solve them. So yeah. That's my whole timeline. So you do both Joshua and Tolu's work, you understand? That's yeah, exactly. Creating and solving problems. Exactly. <laughs> I create the problems, I solve the problems, and I get paid mm. to do so. Mm-hmm. That that that's smart. That's smart right there. <laughs> we got Samuel. Um, Samuel. Hi, Shola. Good afternoon. Hey, Hello. Samuel. Yeah, I'm I'm a visual designer. I uh, let me follow my bosses. I also solve problems using visual communication, you know, designs, color, typography, anything around design, using design to solve problems essentially. So, yeah. Nice, nice. So, we've got Moses. Moses, if you're not too busy parting the sea. Good afternoon, Shona. Um, yeah. I'm Moses. Yeah. Did you, did you get that joke? Did you get that joke? The passing the sea, you know, Exodus? Yeah, uh, uh, I, I got the joke. Well, I don't think it's a joke to Moses. Like, he does these things. It can't be a joke to him. Oh, really? He passed the sea? Exactly. <laughs> Sorry. Don't me. I don't. I don't. <laughs> so, I'm a product engineer from Goya. I'm a back-end engineer as well. <laughs> Okay, to, to name me like... So uh, I think basically the lay pipe sound. I mean... <laughs> I, why did I... I didn't catch that question. Did you see the difference between a back-end and a front-end engineer? Yes. Oh, okay, yes. So one just... Because I actually feel like one works in the back of the building, the other one works in the front desk. Exactly. That's exactly the difference between them. So, so I'm right. You are totally right. No difference. That's just it. All right. No problem. So, um, if you've noticed, all these powerful guys that we have on the podcast today have wanted to come on. They all work for Ngugu. You know. Yeah. Of course, we are we 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 are big like that. We can drag them from their work and draw them into a podcast. So thanks, guys, for taking our time to feature on our podcast today. So we're going to be talking about, you know, male mental health, men's mental health, if you want to put it that way. Um, is there a difference between male mental health and, you know, other genders' mental health? Um, do we have anything that's separate? You know, it's the same brain. You understand? Are we different from you? Is there anything within us that makes us peculiarly, um, you know, different from, you know, presentation of mental health issues in the other genders? that we have and today we just want to kind of like hear from guys you know we can talk what minds you know troubleshoot questions basically but first i just wanted to kind of like give some kind of background to what we're going to talk about today i'm going to run through some you know a few statistics you know just to set the ambience for this podcast today all right so bear with me all right so um according to statistics we are recent statistics um 
men are more likely to commit suicide through fatal means than females are. Um, the incidence of suicide is three to one in terms of um, you know male and female you know incidence of suicide. We have like you know three men to one female committing suicide globally. Um, Men are more likely to face um, violence um, in life, you know, physical violence, emotional violence, war, you know, things like that. Um, men are three times more likely than women to have issues with um, addiction, alcohol, substance use, and things like that. Men are more likely to be compulsively detained or treated, you know, um, by law enforcement than women. So that means that in a situation whereby it involves law enforcement, men are more likely to be detained than women in that regard. Um, men also populate the vast majority of people in our incarceration, like in our various correctional facilities as well. And the, the, the the distribution of that population is just wild, like, you know, vast majority are men. Um, you know, and men are more likely to have certain kind of mental health issues than women, for instance. Um, men are more likely to have um, autism spectrum disorders. Men are more likely to develop PTSD symptoms than women, you know, and the stats just keeps, you know, going on and on like that. Men are more likely to face um, mental health issues stemming from economic issues than women are or females are more likely to do so. So these are just part of the statistics. You know, while it is not a battle of the sexes, you know, we're just looking at what the stats say in itself. So I'll call on Josh. Josh, what do you think about that statistic? When you hear things like this, I'm like, oh, there's a science to support that. You know, there's, um, you know, a difference in the reaction, you know, mental health reaction of men to women based on possibly some other issues. What does that make you feel? Ah, man, um, it makes me feel really bad because actually when you, um, when you think about it, uh, I mean, uh, when I think about it uh, as, 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 as a male figure, right, um, um, it makes me, I mean, I could relate to it, but at the same time, um, it makes me feel bad because um, of how, especially how like women as have been have been wired to um wired from bed. So um well it never it leaves me leaves me numb uh, to be honest knowing that a lot of men are susceptible to all this. Mm, mm. So Samuel do you feel like men are particularly disadvantaged, you know, because of you know these statistics or is just our own Thing, you know, females obviously have their own incident, eye incidents with certain other kind of mental health related issues, you know, but then does it make you feel like men are at a certain disadvantage? Um, well, I, I would not say men are at a certain disadvantage. Um, I think, well, we have the statistic, right? But, but also, um, I think due to probably societal pressure and some other factors, um, it makes um, a men um, predisposed to some things. So I, I would not exactly say uh, men are at a disadvantage. So what do you think is the reason for this um, distribution that we're seeing? Is it like a biological thing? Do you, do you feel it's biological? Uh, well, as, as I said earlier, I said there are some um, societal factors and some pressures. So I, I can say probably that is why. I, I, I don't think it's anything related to probably biological defect or anything in that direction at all. 
Mm. All right, so um, typically it's um can be biological and it can be psychosocial. So you know, both family just you know do the same thing. You know, they are all equally represented in what causes men's mental health or any other person's mental health, for that matter. You know, but you know when we talk about things like yeah, you're quite correct. You know, we talk about things like social constructs. You know, law, um, societal norms, expectations, and things like that, and how they affect the affect the mental health of you know the men population. You know, you begin to wonder really like uh if the table were balanced, you know, would we be having this disparity uh, basically um like that. Also an important thing is that men are less likely than women to seek mental health care. And that that is also a fact. Um you would pull through, you know, um, records of people that are get treated for mental health. You feel like the vast majority will be female, and there's just something about men that makes them um, less inclined to come for mental health care. And I would ask, why? Have, have any one of us been in therapy before? I've been in therapy. And Josh, have you been in therapy before? Yeah, I've been in therapy before. Yeah. Okay. Was it easy for you to go into therapy? Um, I mean, it was a no-brainer actually, but um, to be honest, it wasn't super super easy. But it was a no-brainer. I'll say no-brainer because um, being a man, like Samuel said, I mean, societal pressure is what brings men to have that much high st- statistics, and it's because um, there's a lot of expectations of the man to deliver and for me i got to that point where i was like you know what this was something that i needed help with because even imagine going to your fellow guy like ah guys this was gonna and then they're like ah you no know, you're the one that we're always coming to now and they're like ah mm-hmm. yeah like you know so it was a no-brainer actually yeah so it's like the, like is there like an expectation for men to have Things sorted out, men to be not to have problems basically, or they expected problems that men are supposed to have. You being a problem solver, you probably know. So, <laughs> what is there like a societal expectation for you know when it comes to mental health? Like, are we allowed? I'm I'm not talking about you know the new movement for you know men to be more you know accepting of mental health care and things like that. But uh, was there like uh, a narrative that presupposed that men are it's not a needed service for men, basically. Um, I, I mean, um, you know, I, I, let me talk for personal experiences, right? Um, I'll give an instance. There's been a time where um, someone came to me for for something. I mean, just came to talk about something. And to be honest, I don't know, have an answer to everything, but somehow there's a way you can think about the process that somehow will all arrive at an answer or a possible answer, so to speak. And But this one, I was particularly unsure. I never, I never heard around before. As in, I didn't even know how to go about this. I'm like, so I was as perplexed as the person coming. So, you know, when this person comes with that expectation that you should be the one, like, you should be able to, like, come through with so how to go about it now. They're always, like, the thinker. And then and I'm here telling you that I can't even think or even know how to go about it. And it mm-hmm. ended up being a fight. And I'm like, ah, excuse me, I'm not Jesus. I'm not Muhammad. I'm not like I'm not like Iron Man or Superman that have answers to everything. And go, that got me pissed. And like, okay, so this is what you guys expect of us. So from that alone and leverage to other men, right? It's mm-hmm. 
um, I mean, there's that, there's that, I mean, there's that expectation basically. And uh, I mean, even from us as men, ourselves, we put ourselves like also under undue pressure. Um, I would say half of the reason why men are pressured is because of women. I'm, I'm not trying to. Hey guys, I'm not. Let me explain. And, um, I'll say women because I mean, um, I'm, I'm not saying to say women are always asking or demanding or something, but sometimes men, because they feel like women won't understand what they are going through, they would rather just like be mute and and just wallowing their suffering and just want to um, put themselves under undue pressure, which eventually leads to depression when they cannot match up. Whereas, I mean, this other gender really just needs you to communicate and express yourself. And that's, and also I won't blame men when they do express themselves because as kids, we're often told to, um, oh, man up, boys don't cry. Yeah. I'll, give, yeah, I'll, I'll give an instance, right? Personal experience too. As a kid, I used to be very expressive or maybe even exaggerative of <laughs> whatever is going on. So I could um, have a door slam on my hand or something fall on my hand and I might shout, like shout so loud and like shut up, you're shouting like you don't make false alarms. And then I went from being shut down like that to having been the person that you will see me, you know something's wrong with me and I'll just be there, like suffering mm-hmm. silence. Like suffering, mm-hmm. like suffering and smiling. So I went from being able to express myself, but I now had to, I mean, after, I mean, therapy and also like getting to take care of my mental health, I got to learn that it's okay to ask for help. It's okay to not be okay, right? So I, mm-hmm. I, I, I started coming out of that shelter. Oh, if, I, if I'm not okay, talk if you're not okay, right? Um, it's not bad for you to talk. It's, I mean, it's only bad if you stay that way. So this um, experience is, I mean, I don't know about other men on this call and other men out out there, their stories, but I think it's not far-fetched from what I've said. Like we've been we've been shut down a couple of times and it has affected how we turn out as men and also the pressures that we put on ourselves because we want to be able to show up for our loved ones and for our women, right? And whereas even when we don't have it figured out, and also the societal expectation that men are the ones that are always um like be there for the answers. Yeah. How many of us actually believe just shouted damn when he slammed the door on his hand? I feel like he's probably like yay movie or something like that. But hey guys, most likely like that. Uh, I I actually actually believe yeah. <laughs> because sometimes that's how he speaks. I mean I'm like, dude, what's up? Like uh nothing. Then you Okay, fine, it's fine. At least you know. <laughs> I feel it's um, good to something else. I mean, after the end of Thanks, Josh. Uh, that was, that was, uh, I felt like you didn't even leave something for me to talk about, you know, and I'm supposed to be therapist, uh, but carry on. Thank you for stealing my thunder, yeah? Continue. Well, I'm a therapist. <laughs> <laughs> oh, God. So, <laughs> <laughs> uh, um... So, Lou, um, is, is there a vulnerability that has been associated to men going into therapy from your own experience? Um, thank you, Shola. From my experience, I, 
I mean, not speak more on what what I've seen. I mean, that has happened uh, within the space of like one year. For example, um, when we launched this, um, when we launched on Google um, application. But to speak generally, I think men are more of, and like really, this is just my view. Anyway, um, men are more of, uh, you know what? I can, I can solve my problem myself, right? So rather than share with someone, even your close pal, like nah, you know, it's gonna help in your particular lot. I don't mind. You're right. Can you come again with that? Yeah, 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 yeah. Like I. So just throw it to Kenny. Um, how can you still on this first? Yeah, yeah. So, Kenny, what do you think? Is there a vulnerability that has been associated over time with men? You know, because we hear about things like men going to the barber shop, men going to the beer parlor to talk about stuff, men, you know, talking about what they're going through at their break hours and stuff. But in the company of other men, where it reflects strength, all of us talking about, you know, but then, you know, but when people going into therapy or talking about, you know, their mental health care with, uh, with specialists, do you think there has been an associated vulnerability or a negative um, connotation to it? Uh, mm, a little, yeah. I think I think there's been some. I think that's one of the reasons why you won't really see a man just step into therapy itself. You know, even amidst uh, other men, it's, there's just this little toxicity that we actually show to each other that doesn't even let us express ourselves to us, um, to each other express ourselves mm. to each other, you know. And and you know, I think I don't think anybody, I'm not really too sure. I think Josh was easy, he could easily say it, but many people would not want to say, I'm in therapy, a man to another man, right? We can talk about some other things, but like when it comes to some things that really affect us like emotionally, you would really see men just skipping it to themselves, even to their fellow men. You know, and I don't think many of us like really like saying something like I, I need help or the kind of help that a therapist could provide. But Although I think nowadays is that um, toxicity, that negative vibe around it is is going down. It's easier now um, for a man to talk about his emotions or feelings or something that's really disturbing him to other men. At least I have friends around that I do that with, which is a blessing because I think sometimes you just need to just unwind, honestly. So and I'm even a therapist. I'm Tulu's therapist. I said it before the call started. <laughs> I try what I can for him. So yeah, it's it's going down, but yes, there is still that negative the negative vibe around the room. Yeah. You know, you know, typically sometimes in my own um, practice, uh, I've, over time I've gotten to understand that, you know, when females come into therapy and they come in with um, a wide, broad range of, you know, issues that needs to be put into perspective and things like that. But sometimes when men come, they just be like, oh, this is the area that I want, you know, to be addressed. You know, you know I, do, I just feel like this is where the issue is, that's where the issue is, to help me out in that regard. And sometimes it might just be what you are focusing on and that is not where the issue is. I kind of like always get that vibe from men when they come into um, treatment that, oh, there's just this, you know, narrow focus area that I want you. And if you try to go into other areas of their life, you'll be like, oh, there's no need to go there. You understand? I have it sorted out. I have it fixed in that place. You understand? I'd rather not talk about this. I'd rather not talk about, you know, that. And when it comes to over ex- uh, expressions of emotions, like maybe having to break down or cry or, you know, 
you know, show some level of emotions. Men are more guarded, you know, about it. And it's it's something that is part of what has formed these narratives and where many of these things come from might probably be like our past experiences, you know, how like just mentioned how we were raised, you know, the culture in which we find ourselves, how men are supposed to be represented or presented or, you know, in society and things like that. And that's, you know, as a way of manifesting in the statistics we shared earlier on and things like that. So my question now is, what can we do better or what is happening better now? What can we do better to change the narrative? How can we make mental health care and, you know, being vulnerable, you know, accepting and normalizing that, hey, I don't necessarily have to have everything figured out. How can we push this narrative in a male or in, in a toxic male-dominated society? How do we push this narrative? Oh, yeah, Samuel, Samuel should answer this. You are the one in media. Yes. Samuel, tell us. Okay, thank you very much, Shola. Um, I believe um, for us to actually change the narrative, um, we need men to speak up um, rather than man up, you know? Um, there are a lot mm-hmm. of things that men go through and will not be able to share. Uh, people hardly talk. You understand so but when we encourage people generally because as i said earlier societal pressure people like there is this expectation they don't expect you to talk they, they expect you to figure it out you're a man we ask you questions like what are you a man for like why are you behaving like a like a lady that kind of thing so if if um, we can try as much as possible to educate people to um make people understand that um mental health is like is serious people have to like we have to um really um we have to really break the bias. We have to really encourage men to speak up um, rather than just man up. I, I believe um, we'll, we'll see uh, positive changes um, around the narrative. Yeah. Let's, let's speak up rather than, you know, manning up. Because what man up, you know, connotates is um, you have what it takes to fix all your problems, which, you know, we've come to understand that might not necessarily be, you know, it's, you know, we all need help. We all need support where we can or get it. And there's nothing wrong with a man choosing to go, you know, for treatment, for therapy, you know, and expressing vulnerability. Moses, how do you think we can change the narrative? Yeah, thank you, yeah, Mr. Shola. So, you just say Mr. Shola. <laughs> Anyways, um, so I don't really have much to say about that because um, Moses, you are manning up right now. <laughs> of course, I am. <laughs> I thank you, Moses, for, for that. And it's like, you know, just I was on Google tried to lend its voice into this um, agenda, into this narrative of normalizing male mental health care, normalizing us, you know, being open and being proud about, you know, mental health. Oh, so you're asking how um, Google has um, helped normalize this, right? Okay. Uh, Yes. yes. I mean, um, with our content and, and that we've been pushing, we know that the problem that a lot of people have regarding this is uh, the lack of education um, on the on the on this topic. So, I mean, what Nguvu has been doing um, through the departments of uh, my wonderful female co-founder, 
Gen Z co-founder Juliet, right? Uh, she, uh, she and her team has been pushing a lot of content to let people know it's okay to not be okay. Um, 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 don't man up, um, speak up. You know, um, th- these are these are ways in which we are encouraging people to, I mean, men to actually. Um, uh, men to actually like open up basically and uh, in general basically that that in pr- primarily that's actually one thing that we're, we're doing and we would keep doing i mean doing this podcast for instance is one of also those things that we're doing to actually encourage men to actually uh, i mean take more cognizance of their mental health um we have other of other things like the uh, we have a newsletter weekly newsletter that also goes out um, to actually encourage people because you know um what a lot of people need to know is that uh, it's it's a safe space I'm, i mean it's a safe space our product in itself is a safe space in itself I mean, we have the rant room where you can get things off your chest. You know, there was a tweet I quoted recently about three weeks ago of a guy that said uh, he wishes that he can just tweet what is on his mind without people actually responding to him or even knowing that he's the one. And then I quoted it saying, um, I mean, you could do that in our, in our rant room or even the diary. Yeah. So these things, these tools are what we have built as a company to actually ensure that you as a man can actually express yourself. Um, I mean, we also have stellar therapists. I mean, we have Shola, um, Adeze, and I mean, other therapists from Nigeria, Kenya, who you can also speak to, you know, and they will listen to you unbiased. You know, many men, they, they don't feel the need to talk to, I mean, to their partners because obviously their partners are not their therapists. And we are saying, guys, you can come see a therapist. I mean, don't, don't burden your, don't burden your family members and loved ones with 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 these things. They would definitely, honestly, wouldn't understand you. So those those are the measures that we've been putting in place, and we'll keep developing on to to encourage this in the society. I thank you, Josh. So, on the final note, Josh, you know what word we are for the men out there, you know, looking what we are for them as regards mental health, like, you know, how do we break the bias and how do we make ourselves more comfortable with mental health? If you go around this and we just started with you because we don't want that Um, For me, I mean, I'm going to use um, the legal front of I say, a person with deal rights, mind the, <laughs> mind the wrong things, right? Whatever you're running, whether it's that or whether it's family, so if you are not okay as a man, just know that every other thing attached to you is likely to suffer, right? And also, I mean, another advice basically for for men is that you cannot always have the answer. Don't let society, don't let society. You are not omnipotent, yeah. Don't let the society, um, I mean, um, bring you to that point. Like you cannot always, always have the answer. It's okay to be clueless. Don't let them say, yeah. ah, okay, don't let them, I mean, okay to be clueless. I mean, you cannot always be Mr. Fickle Paul. I mean, even if you're in the position of fixing things, you know, it's okay to be like, oh, more, I, I don't even know what's going on. Do like, oh, more times okay. one million. You know, ah, mm-hmm. what's, what is not now okay is if you now stay in that way without actually getting help. Because I, I think it's at that point that many men lose it, right? It's okay to not be okay, but what is not okay is staying not okay and not doing anything about it. Yeah. Mm-hmm. 
I feel like I already know what someone is going to say, but I'll still let him say it. So, Tomo, what's your last word for the guys out there? Well, well, Josh, Josh, I've said it all. I have rightly said. But then um, I would just encourage men to, yeah, as I said, speak up. You just have to speak up. I, I remember sometimes mm-hmm. last year when I, I was working somewhere it, that was toxic. Um, one of the things I did was to speak up. I, I remember uh, speaking to Josh about it and um, I was just ranting to him in his DM that particular fateful day. I was sending voice notes and he was responding. So um, that's, 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 we should like normalize that. We should be able to talk and when uh, we need to, you know, seek help, like professional help, like go for therapy, yeah, we should see, we should see it like um, it's not an issue. Like we can always ask for help. So yeah, it's okay. As Josh has said, it's okay to speak up. It's okay to um, seek to reach out for help. It's okay to um, seek professional help when you need one. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Speak up, not man up. Yeah. <laughs> Kenny. Yeah, I mean, I, you're asking me the same question, right? Yes. Yes. Yeah, I, I agree with both speakers. I think men should look at their circle of friends. Is, are you saying like if there is not one person, a man, that you can actually speak like concerning what is really disturbing you and not just talk about those man-man things that you talk about, then then I think you should actually get yourself someone like that. Get yourself a friend like Josh, I guess. And and that that kind of helps to makes it easy for you to transition into seeing like a professional therapist. So yeah, make sure you have friends like um like Josh, Josh, Josh price just went up like a million dollars. Thank you guys. <laughs> 500,000, 500,000. <laughs> is, is it negotiable? <laughs> not negotiable, bro. <laughs> oh, here's a thought now. Um, and I'll be asking Moses this. Um, we keep talking about, you know, male mental health, you know, and business, that, 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 you know, and continue that men do naturally comfort with this information to people, you know, how do you think um, we verbalize or we communicate that we are in distress mentally? What are the signs that um, the other gender should look out for? I think it depends on the person. Like to me, um, whenever I'm kind of like frustrated in situations, I do tend to want to keep things to myself. But recently I just um, discovered that um, if I communicate with another person, you know, it really helped me. So it depends on the person as well. Just what do you think are some of those signs that, you know, indicate or points was um, a man struggling with his mental health. What are the things that we possibly could look out for? Um, when you're stressed, somehow, probably, I would say when you're stressed out, you know, think it's necessary you look at your mental health. Mm-hmm. And sometimes stress could come from work. It could come from maybe being alone or something. Let me also add to that. So as men, um, men are more likely to like hide in their caves when they are going through issues. 
Um, personally, for me, for me, <laughs> well, it's easy. It's easy to read me as a book, especially if you are living with me. If things are not okay, you can. You will definitely be able to tell. Um, I can just be in a corner, probably just be folding and be sleeping. Sometimes, you know. The, the possible signs women can actually look out for is when that guy is doing what he wouldn't do on a normal day. So if the guy sleeps for six hours average, then he's sleeping for 10 or 12. Check it. There's something wrong. Um, if he normally is um, normally calls, uh, I mean, and on a, at a certain time or uh, frequent times, and he doesn't do that, check it. Definitely something is wrong. Men don't just fail from what's they are doing just by like just by choice or by chance definitely always impacted by these things and i think for men most of these things are external factors so like uh, Moses said um you know stress from work stress from all that i mean women should uh, and another um, other other people within the, within the environment of so yes basically that's it So yeah, I would just like to add to what George said. Um, one of the ways to really help men to speak up better or to uh, reach out for help is to engage them in conversations. Uh, okay, let me let me use myself as an example. I am somebody who do not really talk. Uh, even when I'm going through stuff, I I will not say it. I will just be sad. Uh, I will just be quiet. But when I find somebody who is willing to listen, or somebody who is willing to hear me out, then I can just open up my heart and you know begin to talk and stuff. So um, if uh, it would be nice for I'm just talking to the uh, other genders now, if they can engage men in conversations. It's just it's not it's just it's just not enough to ask how are you. I can easily say fine. I can easily say I'm okay. I can easily say I'm all right. But when you ask specific questions like how is work, how is the family, how, like if you can try to engage men in conversations, then you you see men open up better. So yeah, I just wanted mm-hmm. to point that. Especially when people feel like they are being listened to as against, you know, it almost seems as if all we ever get is expectations, instructions, how to do this, when to do this, and things like that, and really don't get feedback. And that's why at the end of the day, you just feel like I'm only regarded as a man because of my capacity to bring something to the table, my capacity to be able to support, my capacity to be able to hold things together. But then they hardly feel like anybody is listening to them, you know, and it's, it's quite, you know, sometimes I was listening to our content um I, I think it was last week also and some stand-up comedian was talking about um how they celebrate mother's day you know and what kind of gifts people get on mother what kind of expectations are there and then switch it to father's day and you know it's basically like you know it's just routine and not much and even men have grown accustomed to not even expecting much on those days but then it's just part of this dynamic. So, look, getting from what you are saying, Samuel, is that sometimes men also feel like they should be listened to. Um, they should feel like they also matter rather than being required, you know. And, and that that's quite a lot to um, to put into perspective. Um, and many of these issues stem from gender roles, okay? And this gender role problem, eh, if I'm being honest about it, it's not 
what we can blame society. Sometimes we even need to blame ourselves that we are. Sometimes even the men are responsible for upholding some of these gender roles that are now become problems, you know, endemically for us in um, how we how we cope with society, how we cope with pressure, and how we cope with things like that. We're in the age of you know financial challenges, crypto crashing, you know, economies losing you know strength and things like that. And you know, some man is somewhere out there be like you know even in all of this I still need to feed my family I still need to do this I still need to do that you understand and without thinking of how you can bring everybody together and how we can you know your, you and your partner you and you know society could basically make things work out for yourself so how do we begin to break some of these stereotypes that form gender roles that are contributing to you know the mental health issues that we are talking about the higher incidences of suicide the higher incidences of um, criminal activity leading to incarceration the higher incidences of this Moses you want to jump in on this okay I'm um, sorry can I get your question again how do we reduce the um how do we mitigate the um, gender roles that we have been accustomed to that is contributing to some of these mental health issues? The assumption that uh, this is what is expected of a man, this is what is expected of a man, this is what is expected of a female, and many of these things are contributing to this you know, mental health issues that we've passed before. How do we begin to change the narrative? I think it, become, it begins from the person. So everyone looks expected to you know, at least at some certain age, be able to um, get to a particular level, right? Probably you say, okay, before you get to 25, you should be done with school. So um, it's, it's, if the person is not living up to expectation, then definitely it's going to really affect. It's, it's, it's the financial stable at the end of 27, oh. the marriage by the end of 28. Yeah, it's, something it's, like that. It depends on the person, actually. So when you're not living up to expectation and then you look at your mates, they are already living up to expectation. Somehow that would affect the person. Mm. Kenny, what do, you, what, what do you think, Kenny? Okay, yes. I just wanted to say before I give my thoughts on that, that I think men should also, you know, open up. There's something that we notice with uh, the social animals. Let me put it that way. You are the therapist. Correct me if I'm wrong. But many times... We are social animals. You are correct. (laughs) Don't worry. (laughs) There's this follow the leader mentality or follow the first person mentality. It's like when you're in school, when you're in class, and they'll be like, I need a volunteer. Nobody wants to stand up. And then the first person stands up and walks out. And then you see someone else stands up and everybody wants to volunteer. It's like everybody wanted to volunteer in the first place. They were just waiting for the first person to stand up. So I think you would not know that your fellow man or even your therapist, you would not know they're actually like also willing to express themselves like you want to express yourself until you actually start. Mm-hmm. So, you know, because, yeah, mm-hmm. because I've had that with friends that if you just talk about football and games and I don't know, even if it's finance with them alone, but you never speak about like your emotions and what really bothers you, you would not know they also want to speak until you actually speak about it. And then you'll see that it was this, that could actually lead you to tears. I hope it doesn't <laughs> lead you to tears, but yeah, something like that. And, and on the yeah. issue of the gender role thing, I think people should, I think the first thing is everybody should be, how should I put it, um, willing to 
to me, I think I'm always available for anybody to take me out on a date. If you want to pay on the first date, that is really great. I, I don't mind. Yeah, it's, it's been a good moment. Nobody saw that coming. <laughs> I am shocked. Yeah, I, well, I'm just, I have to just throw it out there. So I'm just saying, like, uh, to me, I just really feel like, true, I understand where gender roles come in. And there are some parts, because I know even some women expect some things, but I, as a man, I'm also open to allow you to, you know, try out some other things. Like if you feel like, okay, I can also do this part that everybody has tagged to be a man's job, I'm open to doing it with you. And I think men should be open to that. I think it really comes with the men also. I mean, women are also shouting out that they are everything a man can do, a woman can do better and whatever. But truly, I think men should also be open, open to like allowing them pick up some, yeah. some of those roles. It's like we are holding the words to our chest. Some, someone, you want to say something? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, I'm going to say that um, um, the, the role of um, um, enlightenment is very important because some of these things are just social construct. Like, their expectation, especially these social constructs were put there by our parents. Uh, like, our parents, they, they, any, like, once they give us to children and they start, they, they just start, you know, segregating responsibilities. This is for the ladies, this is for the guys. Uh, so, I, I, guys think, yeah, I think ladies play floor. <laughs> you understand that kind of thing. <laughs> so, I, I think that, that's where it actually uh, came from. But then, uh, we just need people to be more educated, people to be more enlightened that um, um, we don't have to, like, segregate stuff. We don't have to segregate responsibilities. We don't have to, like, segregate rules and stuff. So let us just be open-minded, you know, to try new things as, be, uh, like, if you're a male or a female, a guy, a man, a woman, a girl, just be open-minded to try new things. Be open-minded to to leave your comfort zone and, you know, um, explore, you understand? So I think it's very important for people to be educated and enlightened, to be to be more open-minded. So yeah, that's what I'm that's, that's that's absolutely true. And um this is an unsolicited um advice out there. If you're a lady listening to this podcast and you're wondering, hey, when am I gonna get my man for his next birthday or the next anniversary or things like that? I are tired of the occasional or the regular um singlet and boxers and woolens and things like that. How about gifting him a therapy, right? Just gifting him a therapy, <laughs> you know. We can do that, you know, pay for his therapy. And just yeah. didn't tell us how we can do that. Oh, oh, basically, I mean, you could just, like, sign up onto the app and then you could give someone therapy, you know. Basically, it's very easy to do. And then they could generate it, which they have to redeem on the app, right? I mean, our developers are here, so if it's not working, you know, the guys to come and shout at most Moses yeah. and <laughs> So this is all saying now that yeah. ladies, you understand, they are, you know, we are open to being gifted therapy, you know, it's not just handkerchief and, you know, rollers and singlets, you know. <laughs> Gift us therapy, people, yeah? Mm-hmm. All right, um, missing out somebody. What am I missing out? Uh, no. Kenny, final word. Yep. <laughs> final words. Yes. yes. Uh, I think I'm just going to use Samuel's quotes. <laughs> man, men should speak up and not man up. Yeah, and definitely, you, yeah, definitely just speak to your therapist on Google Health. The app is free to download, easy to use, and your therapist are just waiting one call away. Yeah. 
All right. Thank you, guys. It's been a wonderful session with you people. You know, I know you guys have got a lot of things that you're doing. Thank you for taking our time to join us. This thing today very formal and a bit, you know, it's not our usual dynamic, but hey, you know, I, I, I assume it's the weather that is causing this. But thanks, everybody, for showing up. And um, this podcast is sponsored by Google Health. Google Health is Africa's number one teletherapy. Um, platform. Um, you can download the app or any of the app stores and you basically have your therapy sessions in the comforts of your pocket. You know, very, very affordable, accessible and um, quite trendy if I may have that. So on this show, we usually do say uh, at the end of the, we have a saying at the end of the podcast and we sensitize everybody. So you guys be on key and be on cue. Okay, so um, so we're going to start at Three, we are going to go, okay? Looking at it from my hand, all right? Not any way. Have you read this? Yeah, already. <laughs> okay. One, two, three, go. All, all feelings are, are welcome. Yeah. 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 Uh, it sounded it's better when I die than you to do it with me, but hey. Good time again. We should run it again. Yes. All right. One, two, three, go. All feelings are welcome. Hi. This is why I'm going to go. Really, can't talk for you. So I think you should do it. One, like slowly. Not okay. Are we all unmuted first? Let's unmute our first. Yes, we are. All right. So at the end of this show, we usually say that one, two, three, go. All feelings are welcome. Welcome. Yeah. Great. Glad to know that this is not going to work. That's why you look like that. Oh my God. <laughs> Why are you shaking your head? <laughs> okay. So till next time, people. Um, stay tuned. Prioritize yourself. Mental health is wealth, and um, take care of yourself. Bye out.